Welcome! You're listening to the Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and this is the show that reminds you we live in a world of infinite possibilities. You are more amazing than you know. You are never alone, and the one with the power has always been you. I speak with awesome guests who have inspiring stories and tools to support you on your journey forward. Every day is always a new day, and your day's looking pretty bright. Woohoo! Hello, everyone. My name is Kim O'Neill, and you are listening to the Every Day is a New Day show, and I am so excited to have you here today and to be able to speak with another awesome, inspiring guest today. Today, we're going to be talking about scary, awesome transitions. Yeah, seriously, why scary? Why awesome? Well, because change can feel really freaking scary at times, right? It can feel uncertain. We can sort of feel wobbly in, uh, you know, our thoughts and our emotions and just everything that's sort of, you know, racing around us and in us. Maybe we're filled with doubts. Maybe there are those negative what-ifs that creep up. But awesome because so often when we finally take that step and make that change that we keep thinking about, that we feel called to make, despite what others might think, what they say, what they do, it liberates you. It liberates you. And that is where the magic happens. The freedom, the excitement, new opportunities that maybe you never even saw coming to you, new possibilities, all because you said yes. And so that is why I'm so excited to talk to today's guest, because He has so much of that wrapped up in his story, and I only know a little bit about it, so I am just as excited to hear more from him. And so today, we are talking with Drew Benson, and let me just share a little bit about him with you. Drew Benson is an entrepreneur, an inspirational coach and speaker, a retreat leader. He's a software consultant, a content writer for Winnebago Life. He's also a full-time RVer, and, okay, yeah, to top it all off, he's a transgender human. He's got everything rolled up into one, and I just, I find him to be just like the epitome of inspiration. So, let's talk to Drew about scary, awesome transitions. So, Drew, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's interesting listening to your own bio, but that was awesome. <laughs> you know, and I kind of, I kind of went off script a little bit because I just, I had so much written, but I, um, I really had to, you know, make sure that I like grounded my energy before speaking to you because I can just get like so excited and just kind of go in all these different directions. So, okay, well, scary, awesome transitions. Honestly, so. When I look at your bio, there are actually three things that stand out to me. You, okay, there's the obvious, you, you're transgender, but you, you went from, you know, having, say, well, I actually don't know what jobs you used to have, but 
anyone who's an entrepreneur, to me, that that's a huge transition right there. Saying yes to doing your own thing and being your own boss. That's that's a huge, scary, awesome transition. And then also, you live full time in an RV. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. So let me let me ask you, when you think of scary, awesome transitions for yourself, your own life, what what stands out for you? Oh my gosh. It's like it's so funny because um obviously like you said, the big one was um you know, changing my gender. That was scary and also awesome. But um it's almost like layers. So like I did one, okay, okay, cool. So then it's not like you just have one change in your life and then you're there and you've you know, you sit back in the lawn chair and like you know retire it's like for me it just kept going right it's like okay well what what next you know what can i do next what can i do next so so um honestly like it's so funny because when there's something big typically it's scary and i just um, yeah admitted i suppose uh, a couple months ago to one of my i am getting notifications that everyone's loving our facebook that's great if you all hear that sorry (laughs) high five to all all the people watching and listening (laughs) yeah right um so um i just admitted to like one of my my best friend my mentor that um i was doing basically i decided to come out to the world about a month and a half ago. So I made this, I had this idea, it's a contract with the universe that I'm gonna, going to be more open and um, just just decide to be more open to everyone. Can you hear those notifications? Yeah, I can. <laughs> really sorry. Um, so um, yeah, so when I was doing that, I told my, my mentor who I speak to every day, I okay. said, I'm really, really scared. And she's like, what? You never seem scared. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it, each transition is going to be, um, for me, like, I mean, they're scary. When they're big, when they're important, they're scary. So, for example, um, the rich, the initial coming out, or if you will, the, you know, deciding that I was going to change my gender, of course, that was scary. It was huge. I mean, I had to tell everybody and go through this huge process. And then, you know, later, like you said, the RV, full-time RV thing, that was also scary. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, um, but it becomes um, it, not as scary or a different kind of scary, I guess. Uh when just you know the initial um, transition, of course, you know that was like wow. Are people you know are the people you know I love struggle love me those kind of things that are like really to your core you know yeah yeah um, I mean that's like an emotional who you know what, what am I doing here I have no idea what I'm gonna look like feel like act like be when I do this, you know, that mm. is like, talk about the unknown, my gosh. Um, right. And then there's, then there's like you said, the entrepreneurial thing, like I've been doing that for over a decade and that I love being an entrepreneur. I love talking about that. I love everything about it, but I had to learn how to do it. I mean, not okay. knowing where your money's coming from, the right. char- you know, in charge of when your money's coming in is scary and then when you start getting if you want to not all entrepreneurs have employees but when you start getting employees then you're you're (laughs) making sure that these that the people have their livelihood paid for i mean that's also so i mean you like i said you just kind of it's not that the scary goes away you just i think you just learn to manage it differently and just um 
I don't know. I, I can give you my theory on transitions. I think, um, it, yeah, I think, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> everybody has, in my opinion, everybody has a transition in their life or multiple transitions in their life to like crossroads and not everybody, like, like I said, some people have many, some people have, you know, less, but not everybody will choose to, you know, they you get to choose how you're going to navigate that. And so hey, um, Drew. for me, my hey, transition, Drew. one of them uh, happens to be transitioning from from um female born female to male um but then there's other transitions that i've experienced you know and i think that it's really interesting to just kind of sit back and look at that and you know you could probably think of people you know that have gone through transitions that aren't the same as mine but are equally as as big or even yourself maybe i don't know yeah you know what you i you're going your voice is going in and out a little bit i don't know if maybe that's from some of the notifications on your phone or something or on your off. computer yeah i shut those off so hopefully it'll, oh. it'll clear up okay just thought i'd mention it okay um wow okay so you've been doing doing the entrepreneur thing for several years now and you shared with me a little bit about your story but um I'd love for you to just share with the audience, you know, what was growing up like for you? Like, at what point did you did you realize that you felt like a male inside a female body? And then when did you decide to actually make, you know, more and more changes to fit Okay, that? yeah. Yeah, no problem. So, um, so I'm 44 um, years old, so that should give a little bit of you know, okay. Back background there. And so I'm when I was 38 in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so when I was <laughs> very young, um, you know, I was just being me, just like you were being you and everybody's just, you know, getting through life, learning how to be a, a human. And I loved playing with star Wars. Um, I loved just doing, you know, wearing jeans, doing my thing. Um, and then when I realized that I was, like I had, I had really cool blonde, curly hair that I hated that everyone else loved. Oh. And, you know, I wanted to cut it off, and you know, my mom was really cool. Like she, she let me cut my hair off. She, um, she, she just was like, like we talk about it now. She's like, well, I was just letting you be you. You know, she got like every time they said, what do you, you know, people said, what, do you, what, you know, what did I want for holidays? She would say, oh, Star Wars and Millennium Falcon and whatever. So I got to live a really cool childhood where. I just got to be me, but there were nice. things that occurred that I realized, wait a minute, like I'm not allowed to be certain ways, like, um, like girls or, um, you know, people pointed out like, oh, well now she really does look like a boy when she cut, when I cut off my hair and those things, like I never forgot them. So those things that maybe people say that they don't think is a big deal, mm -hmm. that's like, what, 35 years ago, maybe, I will never forget that. I mean, it was like, I still feel it. Like, it was just like, why did you have to say that? Like, you know what I mean? I was just living my life. Um, so I would say as a kid, I, I knew in my baby book, I don't know if I told you this earlier, my baby book, you know, I read through it and my mom wrote, you know, that I wanted to be a boy because my dad came home late from work and I wanted to be a boy. Because, like, I made up reasons why I wanted to be a boy. So, okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think it, it, 
I had this discussion with somebody. Um, I was at a conference last week, and I had a discussion with somebody who said, oh, you know, they, they no offense to, to the person they were, we were just discussing this, but they said, you know, the, the, the confusion or the m- mental, they're basically saying that, that the person who's transgender is having some mental struggle or is not, um, they didn't say normal, but basically something like that. And I said, well, hold on a second. You know, I, as a kid, like, I was just being me until yeah. people told me I was wrong. I didn't have like the heartache. I didn't have heartache. I didn't have struggle until people told me I was wrong. Like a child I grew up with, um, I think liked me and didn't like the fact that I liked another female. Right. And so, okay. cause they liked me. I was wrong. Does that make sense? Like, what do you care who I like? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you, like you didn't see anything wrong with your situation until other people started telling you that you were, because that was based off their beliefs. Is that what you mean? Exactly. That's what I mean. And so, you know, then, then as a kid, I just realized, oh, okay, well, let's just, let's be different. Let's, you know, comply. I'm a, I'm a rule follower or like I, I'm a people pleaser, you know, for the most part. Okay. And so I was like, especially when I was younger, right? So I was like, oh, well then let's not do that. Um, yeah, so so basically, you know, I knew, I knew very young and then um, I just didn't, um, you know, I didn't engage in like relationships really through, I mean, I had like, they were more like friends really, um, but I didn't have like relationships or anything. And then when I was 21, I realized that, um, well, frankly, that beautiful feminine women liked could like other women and I was like well I guess I'm gay and so um <laughs> I'm like yes me and so I for you know I moved up I was in Southern California moved up to Seattle and you know for 19 years or actually probably about 15 years you know just stayed in in the um the gay scene and had you know wonderful relationships with with you know beautiful people inside and out and um and but never quite right and I couldn't figure out why I wasn't quite like my friends and you know um I drank a lot had fun you know and just kind of thought about everybody else but myself and then it just kind of got more and more intense where I'm like why are you unhappy because I'm a very happy positive person I mean it's just who I am innately and yeah yeah it shows yeah it's just it's just natural and I started getting angry and why is this not right? And I was in a relationship and we, it clearly wasn't working and we, we split up and I was like, I got to figure out Well, right before that I was, I was like, I have to figure out what was going on with me. And so I, you know, went to therapy and talked it out. And, um, yeah, when you realize something like this or that you're gay or that you're just something that's big, you, I, the way I say it is you can't unknow it. Right. So when it hits you, you're like, oh, man. Well, let me, let's go back just a moment ago. So, so you initially felt like you were fine. You were just being you. And then when those other people started saying things to you and imposing their own beliefs and thoughts on you, did that create any new struggle for you? Or were you able to just sort of naturally, you know, let it roll off your back and keep moving forward and doing your own thing? Or was there anything you had to work through with any of that? Um, I think I just um, pushed it down and just didn't didn't um, 
I just like made excuses for her and just tried to like like fit in and I mean it hurt me yeah but I didn't like I didn't accept it I didn't say oh inside I didn't go oh you're you know you're gay or oh you're this I I feel like I didn't I feel like I just didn't go through puberty until like 21 that's how I feel so like it didn't really like I mean I did but I don't feel like I did so it didn't become like a I, I was just I I, I well, basically, I just focused on sports, like sports were my life. And so okay. I just redirected, I think, my attention because I think it just would have hurt too much to like not fit in or not um, to to have people hurt me. I think yeah. it would have just been um, it would have been too hard for me. And I grew up in a city that is um, the name of the city is Azusa and it has a Christian college there now. And it's like it's turned into a college town. But it was a little bit, um, it's a beautiful city to all my Azusa people, but it was a little bit rougher when we were, when, when I was younger, when we were younger. Um, and so it was not accepted. Like e- even just to be, to be gay, like that people killed themselves. You don't, you just, you didn't come out. Like that's mm. not, that wasn't an option. So I knew that. And so it didn't even occur to me. I literally, it didn't even occur to me that I, that I could become a boy. Does that mean on the outside, you know, like it didn't okay. occur to me that, that I, that that was a, a possibility. Well, it, it sounds like you had, at least your mom was fairly supportive of you. Is that correct? Is, yeah. Okay. And, and were there other people in your life that, that really helped you that, that were supportive? So my mom was supportive of me because she just loves me. So she loves me. She's like my biggest fan. She didn't realize any of the other stuff until I told her and then she had to like absorb it. But she's done a good job absorbing okay. it and, and getting th- and being like we're, I'm, I'm really close to my parents. They've been together since the ninth grade. They're still together. Um, oh, oh. I'm, I'm really close to them now. But, you know, it was a process to get to get where we are I- now. So. I, I bet. Well, so then let's go to that moment again. So when you finally realized that, oh my goodness, you actually, you actually feel like you're, uh, you know, male, then what was that like? Like, was there a something big that happened that threw you into that realization or how did that, how were you able to, to realize that that's what was the thing that was maybe bothering you? Um, it was during the time that um, Chaz, Bono was like coming out and, and being in the scene and I was like um, I was going to therapy so I was figuring out why are you so angry why are you so angry why are you trying to like like what are your issues like what do I have going on so I was doing therapy with which oh, I love therapy like I, I call I have my therapist's name first name is Nancy and I think everyone should have a Nancy I mean she Aww. seriously like was just so um just so helpful. I went once a week for like three years, but basically, um, when it, when I realized it, it was like, literally like a light bulb went off. Oh, but I think it's because I didn't want to face it. I didn't want that to be it because that's a really, really being gay is one thing, but I was like, Oh, Oh man, now you're going to do this. Like you just got your, you know, everybody to like, chill out with all that now you know it's 15 years later now you're gonna do this so I think because I didn't see anybody that I could relate to when I started to see people I could relate to 
it it became more real. And um, even though I had a, I had a couple, I have a couple friends who transitioned before me who it didn't. It literally, it's almost like I just could. It, I wasn't ready to face it. It was almost like the universe was like, "No, you can't handle this yet." And then when I could, I I got I like got the light bulb. Oh. It's like. Yeah, it was really interesting. And then when it, because I mean, I was like 35 or 34 or 35 years old. So 35 maybe. And so um, it was like, wow. And so I remember distinctly, I, um, I first I told my sister, Tammy, who's like the biggest support system you could ever have. Oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. And she's up in, I was in Seattle at the time and she was up in Seattle. And so she was, we were, I think we were living together and she was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Okay. You know, and she had to understand it, but she was on board pretty quickly. Cause she knew as a kid, she's six years younger and she just always knew. I mean, I had like a motorcycle, a dirt bike. I had, I mean, I was like, a, yeah, I was, I had an awesome childhood, man. <laughs> um, and look, when you say that she knew, do, did she like actually have the thought, Oh, you know what? My sister I think is actually maybe a boy inside or do, do you think, yeah. did she always just, yes, that was it. Yeah. She, she knew okay. more than no one else ever said that, but she said she knew, but she, we used to tease her. I used to tease her. I still tease her, but she said <laughs> that she never wanted to say it because she thought that we would tease her because they, she was wrong. But yeah, she's really intuitive. Like, so she, she knew. Okay. Um, and I just didn't know I wasn't ready. Um, but I remember distinctly when I, um, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I remember calling my mom and I was, so I own a, a dog walking and pet sitting company up in Seattle, Washington. Okay. And at the time I was working, I was still in the field working. I was at like, I think I was house sitting or something. I was in a customer's basement, <laughs> which is like totally not something I would have done, but I was like, it was the moment I had to tell my mom. And um, I, I called her and said, you know, um, mom, I got to tell you something, but you know, I'm afraid that, you know, you're, it was basically like, I'm afraid you're not going to love me. And I have oh. been so brave. I have done all this stuff on my own, like being out with the family, like just being so tough and so strong. And it's not, I can't do this alone. I, I need you to help. I need you to help me with this. I can't make it. I can't do this without you. And, and I said, I need you to be a mama bear. I, I, I haven't needed you. And this is the first time I need you. And she's like, oh. okay. And so I told her and she was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what really that means or anything, but she, she's, you know, she's done so good. I can't even like, of course she has her struggles and she had to like work through it. And she still is working through it. I mean, we're all, I mean, it's just, it's a transition. It's like a process. Right. But, um, For everyone. Yeah. 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 And so, um, I remember, I mean, it, that was just amazing. And, um, yeah, so, and then what's really fun is that I, um, was in Seattle and I had this big company or this company and I had all these friends, like hundreds of people that are just amazing in my life. And I spent the next eight months telling every single person I knew either, you know, in person on the phone, like is, is, is intimately as I could manage, um, or the best way I could do it. I, okay. I made business cards with my new name on it. I threw a party. <laughs> I invited everybody. Oh my and, like, gosh. Um, told, you know, gave them the card and said, Hey, Uh Oh, Drew. Drew. Hello. Um, so was, <laughs> you know what Drew, Drew you cut out there. What was the, I, I can hear you now. What was the, maybe the last few se sentences you said? 
Oh, I just said I had a I had a birthday party and um, I I invited everybody, you know, a bunch of people, and I had business cards with my new name on them, and I handed them out and said, you know, um, I'm changing my gender. Here's my new name, and um, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, people are, are really, um, you know, just give them a chance. Give them a chance to step up. Um, but it was exhausting. It took like eight months to do that. Um, yeah, and then I would tell every customer because I was transitioning, so you you know you couldn't quite tell what was going on, and so. Um, but what I did was I decided that I had been angry right before that, you know, because I was trying to figure things out, and I said, you know, actually somebody said to me, you can either be mad about this or you could not be mad. And I was like, huh. And so, I decided to not be mad, and I I started walking differently in the world, and I feel like the world reacted. Ah, uh, yeah. That's awesome, Drew. And I love the perspective that you had about all those that you were sharing this information with. You, it sounds like you remained very open to allowing them to experience this information in the way that they were going to experience it. Because, you know, I don't. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it was really cool. And somebody, I had, I had like really like one person kind of react somewhat, um, not not entirely awesome, but not okay. horrific. But, um, and they asked me, well, um, what do people say? And I said, I don't ask people, what do they think? I don't go, Hey, what do you think? I just say, here's some information <laughs> and move on. And it's like, Oh, I'm like, no, it's not, it's not a two way. It's a, the only thing that's changed in that inter- interaction is that you have information. Yeah. I'm still rocking my world over here and my awesome life. And you just yes! have new information. Right. So, um, but there's also like, there, there's a lot of, pa- so I, there's a lot of patience involved. Um, and I just want to do a side note real quick that not everybody yeah. has, has this experience that I'm talking about. And so I'm aware that not everybody has the, um, you know, I don't want to say like privilege maybe of having the experiences that I've had. Um, yeah. because you know, it is very scary. It is very dangerous to be transgender um, in the world in some places. So what do you yeah. think helped you? What do you think might have contributed to your experience of all this? Um, well, now I pass. So what that means is I look like a cis uh, male, meaning a born male. Um, yeah. And I'm a white male. So like I, I pass and I just kind of blend. Okay. Um, so that's one. I mean, when I was a um, a butchie, so a lesbian, like a boyish lesbian, for I'm just gonna translate my language. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. When when I you know I had shaved head and like pretty tough and stuff, like that's a hard life. That that was a I got stared at all the time. I got, you know, there was altercations with people. There was violence. There was like, it wasn't an eat. Now I was also tough. I also would be like, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't want to be a victim. So yeah. I, you know, I had my part in some of those interactions, but, um, that was a hard life. And I feel like life got so much easier now, <laughs> um, for I'm sure a lot of reasons, but yeah, wow. it's interesting. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about the violence. Yeah, I mean, that's that's okay. It happened. Like I said, there are some things that I contributed to in some of that. But um, I so 
this is this is my take on this. Like, I vow to always be to have some room for my my um, sisters and brothers that are in that. Yeah. Whether they're gonna, some people aren't aren't gonna, they don't want to transition. They're not tra- transgender, but that that are in that that experience that. And even if I get, because sometimes I get a, a re- I think, oh hey, because I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You don't, you're not fan. Like I don't fit. Like I don't look like I'm um, a lesbian anymore. Like I don't fit in the cr- like in the group. Like if I see a stranger or something, I'm like, oh, that's right. I just look like a white male, and I'm over here trying to say hi to these two lesbians who are like, who the hell are you? Who the heck are you? You know, and so wow. I have to remember to, I mean, not that, I mean, I have to, rem, I want to remember, always remember to have room and compassion for that hurt because not that every person who's lesbian or gay or not transgender, you know, in that that area is hurting. Not, I mean, there's people that that's not the case, but I'm saying for people right. who are, like I always want to remember to have, um, love and compassion because i i'm gonna say people s- said to me when you tra- when you transition life's gonna be so hard one person said this to me and i'm like what are you talking about maybe but it's not like it was cake where i was you know so right. hold on a second you know no you don't first of all you don't know what you're talking about in second yeah so yeah so what? i was gonna remember that what really helped you to get through that time when you didn't just, you know, look like a natural born Caucasian male, like what yeah. helped you and, and go ahead. Yeah. Feel free. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I'm really chill with, with words. Like I'm so like, you can say, you can even mess up my pronouns and I'm cool, but there will be some people who will want to use the word cis, C-I-S male, meaning non-transgender male. I know it's, they're tricky words, but okay. So that's probably the, the term that, that would be most um, appreciated. So um, what was your question again, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you, you reminded me, I meant to ask you at the beginning of the show, you know, if I say anything that, that does sound maybe, um, I don't know, maybe not somehow not appropriate or not accepted, then please let me know. Um, to me, I've, you know, I only know you as a male. And when I found out that you had transitioned and you're transgender I thought are you kidding me how much cooler does this guy get and I say cool because you you just continue to do things that um, from my perception reflect who you feel you are inside and that is always always a beautiful awesome thing in any human being and I just I you know so so Anyway, so if I say anything that doesn't um, quite sound right, please feel free to correct me or, or yeah, let us know, like, what is the terminology? You know, is there something that is preferred and that's something that's not preferred? Um, because I think a lot of us just don't know. And, you know, we, you know, people don't necessarily mean to, um, you know, offend sometimes when they do. So uh, I wanted to say that, but, but my question was, when you were in that that space before where you are now and where it was challenging and people were staring at you, what helped you to, you know, stay strong and move through it and and stay upbeat or positive or, or whatever it was like? What what helped you? Well that's okay, that's a good question. And you're cool, like um, but I will help you so that that Thank no one you. else is offended, but I am good. So um so yeah, so what helped me? So when I was thinking about this, I was like, wow, are you are you transgender? Are you going to, you know, do this? Are you, I don't know. I don't know. And I had these moments of, I'm not sure. And 
I had to sit with that. And here's what I came up with. I was like, you know why? Because the who you see as your example, you can't, I couldn't relate to them. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you have to do this. Some people were, and I totally know why, very quiet about it. And all of a sudden they were a different gender. Totally understand why. But I was like, that, that, I can't, that's not my way, right? And so okay. I, I thought, oh, I know why I feel weird. I have to do this my way. Mm. What's right for me? And so I realized, fortunately, unfortunately, what was right for me was I had to come out to the larger group of people I knew. And I think that's why I related to Chaz Bono, because Chaz Bono is famous, Okay, Chaz Bono's parents are famous and people know who Chaz is, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm not famous, but I knew quite a few people. And so I thought, you know, you're going to feel, for me, I was going to feel uncomfortable if I ran into somebody and then didn't didn't approach it. Like that, even talking about it makes me feel uncomfortable. So I thought, well, how do I make it feel, like if this feels uncomfortable, then maybe it's not right. So then I realized, okay, well then then you have to do it this way. You have to do it bigger. And so that's when I decided, okay, let's do a survey monkey and send it off to 30 of my closest people and say, well, here's the choices for my name. You know, and like, <laughs> and they were like, what? Uh, Sorry. So, I mean, I had to like do, I had to do it what felt right to me. And, and then it became easier. Then it became better because I was doing it my way, not somebody else's way. Honestly, I think that's that's where it was different because, I mean, I ended up having um, a fundraiser. Like, people all over Seattle donated items to me to have a yard sale on the West Seattle Yard Sale Day, which is the most awesome day of the year. And um, there's, like, 300 yard sales around the little t- the city. And okay. they donated items to me, like phone, like camera. I mean, crazy awesome items. And I had the yard sale to save money to have my top surgery. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Like, it was remarkable what I experienced. That's what I'm saying. Not everybody gets to have this story. And I, you know, I understand that. But that was my story. And that's why, um, I don't know, it was just really, really amazing. Um, and and how did that many people, I mean, I knew I know that you already knew a lot of people, but were all those people that were donating things for the yard sale, were they also people you knew or were they extensions of say other people that knew you? And then the word just kept spreading or something. Yeah, it was that it was people I know. And then it was like people I know whose friends that said, Oh, I want to be a part of that. And then like, Oh, people I know who said, Oh, I have transgender friends who then donated, like gave, you know, turned back and, and, and gave back. And I mean, it was like over, it was almost overwhelming how amazing it was. It was like, Uh. Whoa. Um, and I remember just, I had, a, um, I also clients also do- donated like that was so great. I mean, they were also, because it's such a close, you know, the company you're taking care of people's animals, which are their family. Right. So it's a very yeah. close, it's a very emotional type, you know, company. So they, you know, people are your friends. So I remember, um, this two, um, this couple, these two women who are so awesome, I won't say their names, but if they were listening, they know how awesome they are. They <laughs> um, said, hey, let's go to breakfast. And so I went to breakfast with them and and one of them looks at me and goes, don't get weird. And then hands me an envelope and handed me like a thousand bucks or something. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. What? 
like how could some like I was like frozen for a couple months actually (laughs) I kind of froze for a minute because it was like so like I couldn't accept at the time um I couldn't I couldn't even fathom saving up ten thousand dollars to have the top surgery right like I couldn't even imagine that at the time and so that's where I was in the hurt that's where I was in the in my life and you know um my, from that, from those times till now, it's like I'm a entirely different person. Not because of my transition, but because of um, all of it. Like my internal transition as well. Like I mean, I am. It's it's remarkable how different I am now. Um, and they helped me. Every single one of those people helped me get to to where I'm at. Like they. Like they got a return on their investment because they like I feel like I'm a better human. I was a good human then, but I feel like I'm even better now. And you know, so I asked that woman, that woman who yeah. gave me that money, if if you don't mind, I'd like to tell this part. So, like a year yeah. later, we were both happened to be in this this little restaurant, this little like bar restaurant, and I was like, hey, and she happened to be alone, uh, without her wife, and I was like, I want to ask you something. Why did you give me that that money? Like what, what was going on, you know? And she said, and I hope I quote her correctly, but she said, you know, there are a lot of people who are brave in life, but very few people are courageous. And when I, that all my, I feel like I'm going to cry, but I'm not going to, but she said, she said, you know, when, when somebody, when you see somebody being courageous, you honor it. Yeah. And I'll never forget that. And it was like, wow. So whenever I see somebody being courageous and standing up and saying, Hey, you know, whatever it is, I, I try to, to in some way that I can honor it and, and give them, even if it's a little, you know, good job or if it's donation, like, yeah. because, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Drew. I, here's, here's what I see. And, um, I mean, just in terms of, uh, of what's, you know, so awesome hearing your stories and about your experience is that, like you said, you figured out you had to do it your way and when it it sounds to me like when you realized that and stepped into that you were of course more in alignment with yourself which Mm -hmm. meant that other energy is going to flow a little more easily too as well and then your openness about it and the way that you treated it as something um just you know natural and not necessarily um a secret i mean the fact that you did a a survey to your friends for your name that i mean that's just kind of like a sounds sort of like a fun you know like yo like i'm gonna do a little survey for my friends about my name (laughs) you know the fact that you tied those two kinds of things together not that everyone has to do that but i mean it's it's just seems like you continued to be you throughout the process and as you did that then that opened the doorway for other people to get on board and say oh, this, this doesn't have to be as, you know, as, as scary or, you know, different or whatever, you know, whatever emotions might come up for other people. Um, this doesn't have to be that. Look at Drew. He's, you know, he's just doing his thing. And, um, and I don't know, that, that kind of energy is just always very inviting. And, and it sounds like you did that really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. It was doing it. It's do if, so if, it's it's the whole thing where the it being your authentic self. So, y- you know, you can't do it somebody else's way. You have to do it your way. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's it right there. I mean, that's you know, that's and then you know after the transition, then I started doing other things my way. 
life. <laughs> it became Ooh. life became even cooler. Okay, you know what? I think that is an excellent um, an excellent comment for us to go ahead and just take a little break. And when we come back, let's hear more about that. How about how everything else became cooler after Drew, you know, went ahead and fully transitioned. So stay right there, and we'll be right back with Drew Benson. No matter how your life looks today, your possibilities are endless. You deserve all the joy, peace, and excitement in life that you desire. Life doesn't come with a manual, and that's why personal coaching is so awesome. Moving forward is easier. Creating a new reality for yourself, healing your mind and body, it's all possible. Visit KimO'NealCoaching.com today to learn more and schedule your free consultation. What books are you reading? Are you ready for a must-read? Winner of the Inspirational Book of the Year Award and International Bestsellers, Dare to Dream, This Life Counts by Debbie Dashinger, as well as the acclaimed Wisdom to Success, The Surefire Secrets to Accomplish All Your Dreams. Buy the books from Amazon today. U.S. Book Review and Writer's Digest said these are critics' picks by Debbie Dashinger, Dare to Dream, and Wisdom to Success contain gems to live your life by. Sometimes we wish we could practically do nothing and still feel better. Guess what? You kinda can. When you schedule a Reiki or guided meditation session, you can just be and receive and allow the energy to shift. There's relief. These energy sessions can be done alone or combined with a coaching session. Find out more at KimO'NealCoaching.com and click on the Energy Work tab. Do you have a published book that never reached its bestseller potential? Are you working on a book or ebook you hope to publish soon? Do you have a book locked inside waiting to release your message to the world? Go to mybestsellerbook.com. My Bestseller Book will launch your book to a guaranteed bestseller status. Learn more at mybestsellerbook.com. We are back. You are listening to Every Day is a New Day, and I am your host, Kim O'Neill, speaking with Drew Benson all about scary, awesome transitions. And so far, the conversation is mostly focused around how Drew is transgender, and he transitioned from being born a female into now being a male, and just how awesome all of that has, has been and how he's, you know, He's just, his light is so bright. It's really cool. So Drew, right before the break, you had mentioned that things have gotten even cooler in your life. And I would love for you to share some of that with us. Well, all right. So, um, <laughs> so about what, three or four or four years ago, maybe I left Seattle and um, came down to Southern California, which is the area that I you know, was raised. Um, but I moved down to the beach and I stayed down there for a couple of years and then last November, well, I kept getting over like the, for nine months prior, I kept getting this like idea to buy an RV. And I was like, okay, I went and looked at them and it was like, oh, you don't have that kind of deposit to put down on. Like, should you do that? That doesn't seem smart. 
no, 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 you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. And then it kept coming, like the idea, you know, the, the, the okay. uh, inspiration. And so the feeling. So finally, yeah, well, like almost like the vision or whatever. And then one, one in the summer, one night, I woke up in the middle of the night, like in a just like, you know, whoa, and it was like buy an RV. <laughs> it was like, okay. Okay, so I ended up putting on Facebook, like, I keep getting haunted by this idea of buying an RV and living in it. And people, like, were like, you should do it. And people are like, blow it up my page or whatever. And I was like, you know, because I had this idea to, um, well, I've been in a mastermind group. I don't know if you know what a mastermind group is, but an entrepreneurial mastermind group for nine years. Okay. So at this point, it had been like six years. Uh, well, been like eight years. So, um, in that group, I was talking to my 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 people, and I was saying, you know, I really want to travel around in an RV and inspire people, and call it the Inspiration Station. The name's already taken, but the idea, you know. And I was like, I really want to do that. So when I got haunted by this, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go check it out. And so I started looking into it, and I said to myself, you know what? You're not gonna push this, but you're gonna see how easy, it, like, see if it if it's gonna naturally happen. Okay. Well, it was so easy to go and. By I went and looked at this truck, and it was the easiest purchase I've ever made in my life. <laughs> it was like they called back the next day and gave me an even lower interest rate. It was like wild. It was so easy. And then I went and looked at the RV. I had been looking at the Winnebago's, and basically, it was scary. I mean, I sold, got rid of everything. In fact, I even got out of my apartment before I got into the RV. I just knew I was like, "What?" <laughs> work. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? You've done scarier things. Let's just see what happens. You know, why not? Nice. I'm an entrepreneur. I can work from anywhere. But there's one thing to say you can work from anywhere, and there's another thing to do it. And so I ended up buying a 24-foot Winnebago and moved in in November and hit the road and have been traveling around um, in it ever since. Wait, just this last November? Yeah, I've been in it for, what, nine months? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so it sounds like the previous scary, awesome things that you'd done really helped to support you in making this scary, awesome transition. Yeah, well, because here's the thing. I When I was even transitioning the first time, I didn't trust my inner voice. I had to, like, mm. find support systems like a therapist around me. I mean, therapy's good, but I had to find, like, people to help me process things. And, oh, and what I started doing after therapy, during therapy, was learning how to, learning tools to be able to do this myself. And so I've been working on myself um, to do that this whole time. And I I have different tools. I have, like I said, the mastermind group, I have a mentor, I have, and I started trusting my own instincts, my own inner voice. And, you know, it wasn't just let me sell off everything, you know, tomorrow and go buy an RV. I really listened to myself. It's like, what do you really want? You know, what do you, and so, and so that they're not as scary now because I trust myself and I am really in tune. I'm really in tune with who I am. And, awesome. um, yeah. And it wasn't like, I'm going to get an RV to run away from anything. It was like, I think that'd be super cool why not? Let's do it. You know, it was like my dog and I are are cruising around, you know, I mean, it's been, it's, it's been amazing. And you know, I, it, and scary because, you know, I was like, I I got in the RV. I'm like at an RV park and I went, what have you done? You've just brought yourself (laughs) into like, you know, potentially dangerous waters because if people find out you're transgender or they might hurt you. And, you know, of course I processed all that. And it was like, be brave be smart, 
you know, just like street smarts, but be brave. And it has been remarkable. I mean, I went to a, a full-time RV entrepreneurial summit. Oh, wow. Full-time RV entrepreneurial summit in February in Texas. Um, you know, up until that point, it was like what four months in. I was I had to really learn how to do this whole RV thing. It's you okay. have to. There's there's a, a learning curve. Okay. But I said to my grandma, who's ninety at the time, I said, Grandma, I'm gonna go to Texas for this thing, and she goes, Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and what that means, she used to live in a, uh, an RV. She used to have an, a big old class A, and okay. so she she loves them. And she she my uncle's out in Texas, and they she's been wanting to see him, but she couldn't get to him because she can't do the layover anymore. Okay. And, and so um, I took her with me. We oh went on my a four-week trip to Texas. So here's this, you know, transgender man, 40 years old, 44, 43, 40, <laughs> 43 years old, and a 90-year-old <laughs> grandma going off on this trip for four weeks. It was remarkable. That's so cool. Oh, I'm a really positive that's... just person. My grandma is like the most positive person. It was amazing, and she's like my biggest fan. She, it's, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I believe I saw some of those photos, and it, it looked like uh, just a time of wonderful family memories. Oh yeah, she. It was so cool. Um, it, it just, it taught me a lot. So you know, I, I realized the last year and a half prior to that, I had spent a lot of time alone because I was um, just deciding to like redirect my life. And I said, I want a different future. I want to change this. And so I had done, you know, like I said, I'm a software salesperson. I have, a, I'm an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs typically can overwork, which I tend, I can do. Um, and so I realized, you know, I need to, I'm a very people person too. And I realized I was kind of isolating myself. And so when grandma went on the, the road with me, oh, she's just, you know, I mean, she's got her fun hats on. People are like just smiling at us, and it just really opened me back up <laughs> to just being more who I am again. So we, it's like I, you can go through these ebb and flows, you know, where you kind of, yeah, almost like I forget who you are, and it's like step back into who you are, and so I step back into who I am, and so um, yeah, it's been remarkable, and so I've gone to several conferences even in this last six months, and just. I mean, I'm having an amazing time. In fact, I leave tomorrow for a trip from Southern California up to Seattle for like two or three months um, and maybe Canada. I don't know. Wow. Is there any place that's um, like on your bucket list that you haven't traveled to yet in your RV? Oh. So here's the thing. I would just <laughs> love to be at the ocean. Mm. I would just love to sit on, at the ocean the whole time. So, okay. If in Mexico, if I could go down there and feel safe, because <laughs> I'm a little scared. So I love Mexico, but like to go on the RV and like sit on the beach down there, I would totally be all in. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I want to stop it. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe in the maybe next coming around the fall or next year. But I would also love to go down to Florida and check that out. I'm not trying to be near any snow or ice. Let's just get that out. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm okay. chasing the sun for sure. Um, I would say to Drew, Santa let me Fe. ask. Okay. Yeah. Santa Fe. Yeah, Santa Fe is amazing. So go ahead. What was your question? Uh, you know, I'm just going to ask you, what inspires you? Ooh, what inspires me? I love people. 
I love, um, I would inspire, I'm inspired by, well, first of all, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an inventor. So ideas are like, I just can't, I can't stop them for the most part, okay. um, which is good. You're um, an inventor? Can I ask what you invented? Or? Well, I haven't invented things yet. They just come to me. Like I've invented ideas. I've written Got them it. down and they're in the store. Okay. So like, I know that I like that that's in my, I, I want to do that so bad. So I know that's in my future. Okay. Um, so there's that, um, that makes me like feel uplifted. I love talking with people and I love talking with people like in a deep way. So like if somebody, um, you know, wants to talk business stuff, like entrepreneurial stuff. Oh, I'm on fire. I will talk about that. Um, I'm inspired by, 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 by people stepping into what they want to, what they read, like them, their true selves. Yeah. So, um, you know, I started the dog walking business and, 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 um, pet sitting business and I love animals, but what's really interesting is that I loved helping the people so that they could go, you know, they knew their animals were cared for. So I realized that, that it was the people connection that was my thing. And so that's why I got more animal people to come be with the animals. Okay. And I connect with the people. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, li- I'm easily inspired also. <laughs> like <just laughs> up every day. It like, sounds like a connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A connection with people. Articulating that for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, absolutely. I that's that's actually true, yeah. <laughs> I um you mentioned earlier that you're you're doing um or maybe you didn't say this earlier, but I, I know this about you, um, that you're doing more speaking and um and retreats and that kind of thing. Would you like to share anything about that or future, you know, future talks that you're giving? Would you like to share any of that with our audience today? Okay, so you cut out, but I think um, you're, I, I got the end of that. So um, I'll tell you what I just did because it was super cool. I went to Comic-Con in Denver, and I spoke on a panel. Yeah, it was like, oh, my gosh. I, uh, a friend of mine said – actually, I met her at the um, Entrepreneurial Summit, the RV Full-Time Entrepreneurial Summit in February. Okay. And she, she wrote me and said, hey, you want to go um, to Comic-Con to sit on a panel? Do you want to go to Comic-Con? Um, sit on a panel or something. I go, yes. Why? Like, like, what are we talking about? Because <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. Right. And it was like, it was about um, gender and writing and non-binary stuff, like in 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 um, in writing. So it was about the authors and stuff like that. So I was on this panel with like these these authors, and I'm like, I'm the only one that's not an author, but I'm transgender. So it was it was pretty cool though. It was really really neat to be there. Um, I've done a lot of like, um, talks at, uh, University of Irvine. I've sat on, on panels there, um, and talked to doctors uh, or pre-med students and, and, um, pre-med like nurses and doctors about, um, just being transgender and like my experience have been like in the medical, my medical experiences and stuff like that. Um, I'm starting, I went to Santa Fe, like I was saying, to do the, um, Mike Dooley, uh, infinite possibilities, which I think you're also, I am. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> so I, I did a couple, um, one-on-ones with that and I'm starting, um, I'm actually just starting that. I just got the certification in May. 
So I'm doing my first workshop in um, July in Seattle, but I'll be doing more through in the Pacific Northwest. And like I said, possibly, um, actually, I'm going to go up to Canada and do one um, up there. And I'm literally right now, it's, things are pretty open, but I, it's so funny because I'm at peace with it. Like I know big, amazing things are coming and I'm totally at peace with like where things are and where they're going. So, um, yeah, it's all, it's all you, like you generated this momentum. You opened the doors for things to flow in and like, it blows my mind that it's only been a month and a half since you decided to come out to the world and all the things that have happened since then. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to make this contract with the universe, and I'm terrified. And as soon as I did, within, like, the next day or something, like, I was getting, like, hey, do you want to do this interview, this lunch and learn with this huge corporation? I'm like, uh, yeah. Wow. Do you want to, you know, do this? Do you want to do that? And it's, it's like, what an honor. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Drew, if, if people uh, want to get in contact with you, maybe they want to attend one of your retreats, or they want to... Um, book you to do speaking for their event or whatever, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you? Well, thank you asking. I'm just getting my website up. It's drewbenson.com. That's D-R-E-W-B-E-N-S-E-N. Um, and it'll be up um, pretty soon where the forums are on there. Also, the, my email is on there. You can always get a hold of me. I'm on Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, I'm also, I have a public Instagram, which is really fun. It's called Positively Real Life. And that's all the public, the public travels and stuff. So that one is pretty fun because it's all like what I'm doing on the road and it's, it's all public. Um, Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So, you know what, Drew, is there anything that you would like people to know that are are going through a transition um maybe it's transgender maybe it's something different but is there anything any words of inspiration or wisdom that you would like to share with them to just really support them and help you know them to continue on their journey well i would say um you know is it's sometimes it's we're looking for support in certain people but, you know, it may be in, in other people. So there will be a support somewhere if it's not the person you expected it from, like your, your family. There is some, somebody somewhere else. So, so seek out support for sure. Um, I would say that. And then in really um, you know what's right for you inside of you. Yeah. Like, like you know. And the more, you know, you sit with that and, and, and trust that, you know, things are going to be okay, um, and in my opinion. Um, if, if you, if you are true to who you are, um, but I would definitely say, um, seek out that support if you need it, um, from, from anywhere that you can, that you can find it. So, like I said, if it's not from people that you expect it from, there are people out there and that love you and that think that you are perfect and that, that, um, will love and accept you and you just, just go, yeah, looking until you find them and you will. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? And on the flip side, what can you share to, with people who have maybe just encountered someone in their life, someone that they knew as, you know, one gender, and all of a sudden, you know, they've, they're, they now have this new information that this person is going to transition and undergo this change. And maybe there, it's a challenge for them to, to really process that new information. Is there any, anything you'd like to share with them to, to help them or, you know, be able to move through that? 
Well, yeah, I mean, reaching out to the person is, is good. Um, I think that where the problem, um, where the uncomfortableness happens is that you're going to mess up. So some people, the, the reason somebody would be upset if you messed up their pronoun is because they're, they're hurt. I mean, I'm going to speak for other people, but it's, it's like you want to defend yourself because you feel you're going to, people are going to hurt you. So if you mess up, just either say sorry and move on. So nice. we're all going to mess up. I mess up. I call myself my old name in my head sometimes. I mean, we all mess up. So just, just, just show up at least, you know, and then if you're really struggling with it, there also are people out there that you can talk to that, that, you know, will be able to help you process that. And honestly, like it, it, it takes time sometimes, but really it's just, um, we're just humans. We're just living yeah. the best life that we can. And, and you know, it, it really, not to be harsh, but it really has nothing to do with you, with somebody else's, if they're, if they're transitioning, it has to do with them. So yeah. if you're having trouble with it, then maybe look at what's going on with you to see if maybe you can heal whatever it is that may be happening with you and then oh, it'll them. So that is so excellent. I'm glad you mentioned that. Absolutely. Anything that, that triggers something in us um, is really just a reflection that there's something within us to to, you know, to process or to heal. So that's a great one. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, Drew, we are at the end of our show and I have so thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you. Um, is there anything else that you, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to say that we didn't already touch on? I think it was great. I'm, I'm happy that with what we talked about and um, okay. yeah, yeah, I think it was great. Thank you. Cool. Be on the show. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, for all those listening, I thank you for being here and let us know your thoughts. Is you know how has this show impacted you? Do you know someone that's transgender? Maybe you're transgender, or maybe you're going through some other big scary change. You are not alone. You're so not alone. <laughs> some changes are visible on the outside. But so, so many changes are not. There's something that we go through internally. And support is always a really, really good thing. It's, and it doesn't always come from those people who are just right in front of us. So like Drew said, um, you know, if you, if you don't already have support, then, then be deliberate and seek them out. And absolutely, you will find some people to support you on your journey. If you would like to find out about future shows uh, of, for the Every Day is a New Day show or about me and, and the coaching and things that I do, you can go to KimO'NealCoaching.com and O'Neill is O-N-E-I-L-L, KimO'NealCoaching.com. And as Drew said, he is working on his website. You can go to DrewBenson.com, and that's Benson, B-E-N-S-E-N.com, or find him on Instagram at Positively Real Life. And with that said, I hope that you will remember every day is always a new day. Ask yourself, what are you saying yes to today? I hope you have a wonderful day and until next time.